Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. I'm Alice Arnold, and if you were listening to Magic last Sunday at six o'clock, you will have heard the live broadcast of the Olivier Awards from the Albert Hall. Now, I wasn't actually watching the Olivier Awards as such. I was down in the basement but I could see them on the screen and I could listen to them. Luckily, we had our roving reporter, Lydia, picking up some interviews with some of the winners. So we thought we'd take this opportunity to share their excitement with you. Now, the big winner of the night, of course, with seven awards, was the musical Hamilton, which has transferred from Broadway to London very, very successfully. And one of the people that Lydia got to talk to was the winner of Best Actor in a Supporting Role in a Musical, and it went to Michael Gibson, who is, of course... In Hamilton. Hello, my name's Michael Gibson, and apparently I've just won an Olivier Award for Best Supporting Actor in a Musical for my part in it in Hamilton playing King George III. But, you know, it had to be at the Olivier's, the British Awards, at the British character, the only British character gets awarded. Well, it seems it seems so so far. I don't know what's going on out there at the moment, but I'm hoping some of my other castmates are getting are getting recognised as well. But um, yeah, no, it's it's lovely to be playing the King, and and of course to be doing it in in this country for a British audience it's 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 amazing and it's been amazing so yeah I mean as someone who's been in that audience the response you get it's I mean it must just you're only there like three times you step out on that stage yeah it's I just think what Lynn's and the creative team have done by finding this moment for this character to arrive at that point in time on on stage and you know, and, to, to, and to, to, to sort of question the audience as if they are America and, and because it's a British audience and we can be a bit more, I don't know, maybe we can be a bit more objective about what's going on in America then and now. And, um, and I think it's, yeah, I think that's probably why there's such a connection there. Do you do feel a little bit like you've got to do the Mean Girls thing of like kind of dividing this with everyone? A little bit. I mean, I do like to play with people, but I have to be I have to be careful sometimes, especially in previews. We had to I had to almost like rein the audience in because we, as a Brit, the other thing is about a British audience, we understand the rules of if somebody talks to the audience, we talk back. So there were people talking back to me, so we had to sort of take a bit of that out in the previews because they, yeah, that didn't happens in America. They get very excited in America, but they don't talk back apparently. So yeah, Hamilton also won. Shall I just list them for you? One Best New Musical, Best Actor in a Musical, that went to Giles Torreira. The Outstanding Achievement in Music, um, the Best Lighting Designer, the Best Sound Designer, but it also won the Best Theatre Choreographer, and that went to Andy Blankenbauer. And here he is. I'm Andy Blankenbuehler. I live in New York City, uh, and I won for choreographing the show Hamilton. How does it feel to have won an Olivier that has been so well-received in this country, too? Yeah, it's amazing. You know, I've admired London theatre my entire life, and I've visited here a lot, but this is really my first time to be able to really be, be part of this community, and it's a total, true pleasure and honour. Yeah, how, I mean, how have you found the audience tonight when it's, Hamilton opened the show? Oh, it's been spectacular. And it was interesting. A, my wife and I, we've never sat in the front row. We sat in the front row, which is really nervous, and the camera people kept whipping us with the cords and everything, but it was really cool. But also, um, I actually really enjoyed skipping the sort of the season of stress. Like in, in America, the Tony season is so stressful. And here, it kind of felt like we just came on this magic carpet and came into the awards, so it's been really wonderful. Does it feel like just a night of absolute celebration? Oh, it's it's just amazing. And, and, it, I, and with the time change, too, my kids were able to see the show in the States. And so it's really great to share that through um, FaceTime. 
Talk to me about the choreography in the show because it is just next level, isn't it? You really have pushed these. You, you know what? I, I'm not going to lie. I owe my choreography to Lynn and Alex and Tommy because they've made a blueprint through words and music that is an exhilarating blueprint to, to fill. Um, and it took a lot of brain power for me to do it, but I had a head start from their work in an unbelievable way. You almost want to see it from every position in the theatre yeah. so that you yeah. can see the visuals from above and up close. The show is so different. You could sit to the right, it's a different show. When you sit to the left, you still follow the same story, but you see it in much different ways. And I have to give it up to the ensemble. The dance ensemble in the show is so spectacular. Every one of them is a soloist. How will you be celebrating tonight? Uh, I'm going to take a huge exhale. I haven't taken one in a while. Uh, my wife is here, and so we're going to just see what's happening at the party. And have you already found a home for it? Will you be carrying it on the plane with you back? I um, moved into my own office this year for the first time and I had the carpenter build a shelf hoping to one day put this there and so now I can put it there. Pride of place. Uh, there were some wonderful performances on the night. There were, I think there were 58 people in the cast of 42nd Street and they all tapped. They tapped away on the floor of the Albert Hall. It was the most amazing sound and the most amazing sight, I have to say. Amazingly though too, the first standing ovation of the night didn't come from one of the big performances from Hamilton or Follies or 42nd Street. It came from probably one of the stillest, is that a word? Stillest numbers of the evening. It was really magical. It was Sheila Atom singing uh, one of the Dylan songs from Girl from the North Country. And everybody, to a person, rose to their feet when she'd finished. And Lydia managed to catch a word with her. She also, I have to say, won Best Actress in a Supporting Role in a Musical. My name is Sheila Atim, and I just won Best Supporting Actress in a Musical. How does it feel when you say that out loud? <laughs> uh, strange, yeah, but lovely. Um, and I just found out that my lovely stage mother, Shirley Henderson, <laughs> won in her category. And to be honest, I'm so overwhelmed by that. I can't even focus on my own joy. Are you so, also yeah. not overwhelmed by the response to your performance? The entire audience was on their feet. Yeah, I mean, I don't really want to watch the playback because my face started twitching as I was waiting for the rest of the company to come forward for the bow. I was like, please hurry up because this is really, really awkward and my face is doing some strange things. So, yeah. <laughs> you gave people the chill chills. You did, really did, even here. Where are you going to put it? Do you know? Do you know what? I've got no idea, but it's very heavy, so I'm going to put it on something that's quite sturdy, I know that. Um, a lovely shelf somewhere, you know, with some <laughs> some pictures of me around it, maybe, like a little shrine. No, completely joking. Yeah, no, I'll find somewhere nice. I want to ask you about the Time's Up badge and the fact that you're wearing it. Why is it so important that theatre, as well as all the other, you know, parts of the performance industry have made this part of their awards? I think it's so important because the award ceremonies are huge platforms, you know, they are watched worldwide um, and they are a celebration of the good work that happens in the industry, so it's important for us to say, well, the industry is absolutely great and this is how we want it to be better. And so I think that message actually marries very well with each other. Um, yeah, and it's also an opportunity to bring together, you know, today some of us brought activists with us who are working with women in different sectors and so I think it's important for us to be able to spread that message across society and not just in the entertainment industry as well. That was Lydia talking to Sheila Atom from Girl from the North Country. And Best Actress in a Musical was won by Shirley Henderson, also from Girl from the North Country. So you see, the women took the awards from Girl from the North Country and the men took the awards for Hamilton. There you go. 
So we had various, as I said, performances on the night. We had we had a lovely sort of tribute to 50 years anniversary of Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Uh, Jason Donovan, that created quite a storm when he came onto the stage. Everyone was very excited about that. Um, uh, and he did very well, and he sang with the, one of the original narrators from Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. But let's move on to Best Actor and Best Actress now, because Lydia managed to grab a word with them as well. Firstly, she spoke to Brian Cranston, his first nomination for an Olivier Award, because mostly does film and television. But anyway, he won for the Nationals production of Network. I'm, I'm Brian Cranston. I just won the Olivier for Best Actor in a, in a, in a play. How does it feel when you say it out loud? It is... Uh, it is... Thank you very much. It is uh, stunning. The, the best way I can explain it is that if anyone's ever had a surprise party thrown for them, there is a multitude of emotions that you go through. You first go through shock, then you go through a little embarrassment, and then you go through glee because you see all the faces of the people you love. So you're going through so many things so quickly. That's about as close as that it feels like for those who are not in my position and, and been so fortunate. Have you thought about where it's going to sit in your awards? Is that, are you at the point of having to have like a cabinet that's specially for your awards? No. I, I, um, I'm going to stare at it for the longest time. Just keep staring at it, and I um, i don't know where it's going to go right now, but I'm just overjoyed that I, I got this award. I feel like the best standing ovation ever. Yes, and you know what? What's great is that in Britain, there is no obligatory standing ovation. And for, for personally, I love that. I've, if you get one, you've earned it. And... Um, I think, aside from the Greeks, I think the British have the deepest, deepest uh, theatrical roots. And um, because of that, it was one of the reasons I wanted to come here. I just want to finally ask really quickly just about the Time's Up badge and the fact you're wearing it. How important is it that award ceremonies like these actually you know, keep the conversation around that going? Well, that's the point, is that these awards will get attention. They'll see pictures with uh, Time's Up so that it stays in, in the conversation. We have an opportunity right now to tear down the old ways, the, the old man, I'm in charge, uh, pillars of misogyny have got to go. And, and it's, it's dusty and dirty, and right now we're in the swill of it all, but we have an opportunity then to recreate a, a foundation that is based on mutual respect and grow that way so that my daughter doesn't have to face the same things that my wife had growing growing up in this business. And that means a lot, not just to, to my family, but all the people I know. And it's not just uh, theater community. It's not just show business. It, this, is, this is true in academia, in business, and in politics. It has to change. It, it cannot be tolerated anymore. That was Brian Cranston celebrating his win for Network at the National Theatre. Then we move on to The Ferryman. Now, The Ferryman won three awards. It was the second most nominated uh, next to Hamilton. Uh, I went to see The Ferryman, and it is an extraordinary piece of theatre. It involves, they didn't mention this on the night, but it involves a real baby. I mean, a real baby, which is about four months old, I think, this baby. And it also involves real rabbits, and it also involves a real goose. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, underneath that, it is a play about the Troubles in Northern Ireland, and uh, it's a it's an epic piece of drama. I should imagine that it's going to be performed again and again. Anyway, the winner for Best Actress went to Laura Donnelly in The Ferryman, and here she is talking to Lydia. My name is Laura Donnelly, and I have just won Best Actress at the Olivier's um, for my role as Caitlin in The Ferryman. How does it feel to say that out loud? Extremely strange, and um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to wake up soon. <laughs> no, no, it's you. It really is happening. Where Have you thought about where it's going to live? What, like? Yes, it is going to live on the windowsill in my kitchen where my daughters eat breakfast every day, and they look at it, and they, uh, they, they, they wave at any other awards that are in the kitchen and they're getting to know them. <laughs> How were you feeling when that moment you were sat in that seat waiting when they called your name? How, what does it feel like? It's like a bolt of lightning into the stomach. I, um, I didn't expect it at all, there's no doubt. And so it was a huge shock and then instantly became everything became very surreal and... Um, and wonderful, but I wish I could kind of go back and have a little tape and like tape recorder in the front of my head that would video me going up because so I could kind of relive the moment in a in a, in a you know in a good state of mind. <laughs> Are you going to have the video of your, your speech, or is yes. that like kind of terrifying? Oh, to watch? That's definitely terrifying. I'll not be watching that. But no, I would have liked it from my point of view looking out. <laughs> I just want to ask you: wearing the Times Up badge, you're also wearing the 50/50 representation yes. bag. Talk to me about why it's so important that we are having these conversations now. Well, I think that Times Up is incredibly important. It's just a unified voice. It's a, it's um, a, a general term for the many different ways that we can enact change in our industry and beyond. And I think that in the arts we have. Um, a responsibility to, to to shine a light on these kinds of issues because we are expected to hold a mirror up to the world and if we are not representing uh, the world as it is then we're doing the rest of the world an injustice um, that's what the era 5050 movements about that's what act for change is about uh, you know if we if we don't um, represent for example women uh, as equally as they exist in the world, then it perpetuates the myth that women have no currency. And that then transfers in everyday life into women's issues such as domestic violence and uh, many other you know, issues that, that the Time's Up movement um, is, is speaking about. So I'm just incredibly proud to be here to represent them. And just finally, how are you going to celebrate? Well, I think that I'm going to get very drunk. <laughs> The yeah. best way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Just party and see her. Absolutely. Yeah. There's plenty of fun people to party with tonight. Absolutely. Well, my partner's here. He wrote the play, so we'll have a really nice night. That was Laura Donnelly from The Ferryman, the winner of the Best Actress Award, talking to Lydia backstage. The Ferryman also won the Best Director Prize, which went to Sam Mendes, of course known for, well, directing Bond films and all sorts of things like that. But uh, his direction of The Ferryman was, it was, was, was just brilliant. It also won Best New Play, I have to say. So there we go. It, the, the sort of drama awards were really dominated by the Ferryman and the music awards were really dominated by Hamilton. The other award that, of course, matters very much to us here at Magic is the Musical Revival Award, and that, that went to Follies, which actually was the most fantastic revival of that piece because I saw the original in I think, 1985 or something like that. I, I was but a child. Um, but I also saw this production. And what was amazing about this production was how clearly it told the story. It wasn't just stars coming on singing one song after another, which, which they do in Follies, and they, they sing them absolutely brilliantly. 
but it really got the the feeling of the piece. It was much darker than the original production. Uh, the set was extraordinary, again at the National Theatre. And, uh, well, I said the set was extraordinary, but um, in fact it won the award for best costume design. Vicky Mortimer uh, won for, for costume. There are a phenomenal amount of costumes in Follies and a, a phenomenal amount of changes and lots of Shirovsky crystals in her costume design. And, uh, well, she was thrilled to win that. And that's the Olivier's done for another year. And I have to say, it is one of my favourite nights of the year. I absolutely love the Olivier Awards. This is another favourite night of the year. This is Magic at the Musicals. It's coming up on the 21st of May, again at the Albert Hall. It is the most incredible night. There's a 60-piece orchestra and there's a cast from... Well, lots of the of the West End shows uh, singing. There'll, there'll be a number from Chicago. There'll be a number from The Lion King, from Mamma Mia. There's going to be a medley from Mamma Mia. I think we'll all be up and dancing to that. Um, Louise Dearman and John Owen-Jones will be singing some of your favourites from Chess and Les Miserables. Honestly, if you're a fan of musicals, you really cannot miss it. That's Magic at the Musicals happening on Monday the 21st of May. I can't wait. Go to magic.co.uk if you want to get tickets and believe me, you should. You really shouldn't miss this. That was the Musicals and Theatre podcast and if you enjoyed that, then why not subscribe? It's absolutely free to our channel on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also hear me every weekend morning from 6 till 10 on Mellow Magic. 